Welcome back to the 1009 podcast. Another great weekend of college football and NFL. MLB postseason has started. Shout out to the Mets for already being eliminated. That lasted very long. Uh, round two has begun. Well, round two. The divisional series has begun today. Uh, so a lot to talk about from a busy weekend. Yeah, I mean, we're coming off a big weekend of football, and then we've got postseason baseball. we got NHL starting as we speak. we got NBA coming back next week, so it's a good time to be a sports fan. Yep, and speaking of NHL, I have gone full-blown into it. I drafted a beginner's league, thinking I could add a second manager. Couldn't, so I'm currently doing another one, which who cares, but we're gonna we're just going to get into it this year. So I ain't got nothing better to do, keeping up my de- degenerateness, so... Two fantasy hockey league teams trying to get Grayson to be my second manager, so we're going to win the cup. I'll see what I think based on your draft, but uh, yeah, I'm down. So, yep, so that's enough hockey talk for right now. <laughs> we'll wait until the Canes start getting going. I know Jacob is a big hockey fan too, so. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be sure to get uh, dabble in it, but uh, I mean, the main two things right now, obviously, college football, NFL, so. Well, three postseason. There's just a lot. I mean, yeah, we saw it Saturday. I think the craziness is going to continue throughout each sport. Uh, we had it in college football, thankfully. Didn't affect Clemson, but uh, Alabama about Mestrin and lost. Yeah, I, I I really don't think there's a, a really true number one. I mean, I guess I don't think Georgia's the greatest team ever. I don't think Alabama's the greatest team ever. I mean, you got it on here. I, I agree. I think Ohio State probably should be the number one team in the country. That's not really for being all that impressive against weaker competition. I know Michigan State was one you circle in August, but they just looked terrible. It's just they've looked the least bad week to yeah. week recently. I mean, I know Bama was out without Bryce Young, and that certainly puts an asterisk next to that final score. But, I mean, you know, you give them credit for surviving, but also if you're surviving, can you really be number one right now? I think the answer is no. And Georgia – Really pulled away against Auburn. That game was a lot closer earlier than you would have thought. Um, you know, we saw a game-winning drive inside five minutes at Mizzou, and they come home, and it takes two-ish quarters to get rolling against an Auburn team that just dismissed their coach. Or have they? Been, they haven't fired no. him yet, have they? No. no, I don't think anything really came out of that meeting that they were supposed to have yesterday. Right. Um, yeah, he will be the next one fired. But yeah, I mean, so I think based on that, Ohio State has to be number one. But you know. The AP poll incorporates a lot of things, and logic really isn't one of them. So yeah. we, uh, we don't have the Buckeyes on top at this point. Yeah, there's so many just weird weird polls from this weekend. I mean, we're going to probably find out how good Alabama is and how good Tennessee is this weekend. The two will face off up in Rocky Top, um, number six versus number three. So definitely going to find out who's a contender and who's a pretender. So that's one to look forward to for this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's game day again in Knoxville, but it should be for this one especially. I mean, after Florida's opening win, I get them going there as well. So, you know, you don't love to have game day in the same spot twice in six weeks, but I think the games warrant it. I will say that if Bryce Young does not go in this game or is a shell of himself, I, you know, I hate it for Vols fans and the start they've had, but that's not the typical Bama win under your cap. It's, um, you know, if you're beating a backup, it is what it is. We've seen that. They got it done against Pitt in a similar situation. The injury did happen mid-game, though, prior or rather than pre-game or before the game. Yeah, right. Um, you know, hopefully Bryce Young plays. These are two teams that off to great starts, unblemished. And um, yeah, I mean, if I think for Tennessee, the more important game is Georgia. Yeah. Because the path to Atlanta runs through Georgia, which will be played in Athens this year. And if they don't get to Atlanta, they will not be getting to the playoff. So yeah, um, this one obviously. Haven't won in, what, 15, 16 years. The games are hardly ever close. They get destroyed every year, regardless of hype. I know back in 2016, it was probably the closest hype to this we've had, and they got smoked, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, big weekend for them. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, we could possibly see, theoretically, we could possibly see Alabama and Tennessee play twice this year. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't see an SEC West team beating Alabama. I mean, Probably the most competitive game they have left is Mississippi State. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. So I could very much see that rematch of the, the two later on here. And if, obviously, Tennessee takes out um, Georgia later this season. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to still stand by my take a couple weeks ago. I think it's the most cut and dry conference championship matchup we have in this country still. I mean, you could say Clemson now in the Atlantic half of the ACC with the Coastal week in, week out. You have no idea who's good. So I think it's still Georgia. It would take Tennessee winning in Athens to disrupt that. Yeah. I just don't see either one of those two teams slipping up to that extent. Yeah, you mentioned mentioned the Coastal. Uh, I know we're going to dabble in it later on, but – um, speaking of standing, Georgia Tech's currently like I think it's Georgia Tech and UNC are tied for first or something like something stupid. And you and yeah, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech two and zero without coach. their coach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, they fired him before conference play. I think. Well, no, they got one loss. Us. I forgot about that. You're right. So yeah. Um, I think UNC's one ahead. So, but either way, I mean, Georgia Tech's right there after firing their coach. So, but we'll get. Right. Into I don't it. think that's. Yeah, that's not going to sustain. I don't think as good as I think Jeff Sims is, but yeah. Um, we touched on it earlier, talking about the top five and all that. Clemson finally jumped over Michigan, which I think it's this. I mean, it's not biased, but it's rightfully so. And Michigan hasn't played anybody. They struggled against Maryland, struggled no. against Iowa. I mean, yeah, who they beat this weekend? In, in, in no, Indiana. Indiana, one of those high teams. Yeah, halftime. I think. Yeah. So I mean, I just haven't seen much out of them. And then I think one of their quarterbacks, I forget which one they start. Was hurt McCarthy. or something like that? Yeah. Are they yeah I didn't catch much him? of their game. Um, you know, obviously, wasn't one of the big ones in the slate, so I wasn't too focused on it. I did keep an eye on the ticker, and I did see 10, 10 at halftime. I was stunned by that. So they've got Blake Corum. I think a dark horse, maybe Heisman candidate running back. He puts up a lot of numbers, but like you said, the schedule is not putting him in that conversation yet. Similar to, I think, some Hendon Hooker buzz is going to be reserved for these Bama and Georgia type matchups, these huge games, you know, beating Florida, beating LSU, those are good wins, but you're not going to go to New York beating four or five loss teams. And yeah. Alabama is certainly several steps above that group, even without Bryce Young. So I think uh, and Hooker to New York, that campaign really gets kicked off this weekend. I mean, granted, it's already been kicked off, granted by the ugly orange crew, but I mean, our orange, I mean, there's, you can't not talk about DJ in the eyes. I mean, like, he's done nothing to right. be, not be in it. I mean, he threw a pick this weekend, but still, like, that's one of his, like, his second of the year. So, considering right. what he did last year when he had more picks and inter- touchdowns, so. Yeah, I think fair or not, people are going to judge his 2022 in addition to 2021. I don't know if he gets there. Now, if we run the table and we impress and, you know, he keeps up the pace he put up against the two top 15 wins we have recently, then, yeah, absolutely, but. You know, toughest game left on the schedule is probably this weekend. Going to Florida State, a team that was ranked and has lost back-to-back games in their first two true tests, honestly. So, yeah, not a lot of resume builders for DJ, unfortunately. I think our last three games are at home. We got Miami in there, who's that's not a game you're terrified of anymore, yeah. especially at home. And then we, you know, we end with the eight bomb, so that's not going to be yeah. one to hang your hat on either. So, yeah, and I think. I've, I've started to kind of get a vibe of how our offense is going to be uh, probably just going to be under streeter. I don't see, we're not going to be a spread you out, throw the ball all over the field. Also able to swing it out to the, we're just going to be a ground and pound, pick, pick you apart over the middle to the sides, take a deep shot every now and then. So, I mean, I, we're definitely not the same offense that we've been for the past t- 10 years. No, but, and that's taking uh, fans a lot to get used to. And I don't think many fans are ever going to get used to, especially if they just started following us in the past five, six years. So, Yeah. I mean, we've got, I think, a larger strength on the ground than we do through the air just with the skill mm-hmm. talent we have. And that's yeah. not to say that receivers aren't good. It's just that that's how effective DJ has been on the ground. That's how good Will yeah. Shipley's been, Moffa, Kobe Pace when he's healthy. I mean, you just go to yeah. the list. Um, and a healthy DJ running, uh, it, like – it shows how much better our offense can be um granted last i mean uh, we know last year he had knee issues and he was 30 pounds heavier than this year right uh, <laughs> so he's he's just imp- he's impressed me this year so that's all i mean i that's all we right. can really else say about it that he's just impressed everybody he's gone out and yeah, showed absolutely. that he was worth the five stars so yeah absolutely yep so clemson back number four michigan five rightfully so uh Let's hold on to it, hopefully. Yeah. Tallahassee's never fun, but, um, you know, I think they've shown their true direction the last two weeks, and hopefully we uh, give them a third straight loss this weekend. Yeah. And 
Vegas is showing that they think Tallahassee is going to be a raucous environment because it opened up as what at what seven point spread. It was six and, and a half, yeah. And then it's now down to three and a half. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if the people that are putting the money down that affected to that extent are looking at our defensive depth chart and the names that are back on that list, but uh, good luck with that. As long yeah. as I say. It's safe to say, me and Grayson, we hit it yesterday for that. So, um, yeah. we saw it at three and a half and said, thank you very much, and let's go win the ball game. So, yeah, I uh, think Jordan Travis is talented, but he, yeah, if we put up 17 points on offense, we should cover that. I'll just leave that there. Um, I second that notion. So, yeah. Um, Elsewhere, I mean, we touched on it. Tennessee, that's three top 25 wins, even though, what, two of them are already out of the top 25? I mean, LSU is 25, and I, I swear they were put there yeah. for the last week. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, that's just. <laughs> that's like, that was a, that was the most, hey, let's get them another AP win yeah. vote ever. I realize their best win is Mississippi State. That's a good one as well as that team's looking. But if you actually watch that game, they got out play for three quarters. I yeah. Mean, it wasn't. It wasn't something like we saw from Tennessee Saturday where the, the opening play of the game, a mistake, they capitalize on it, and they just roll from there. I mean, I get it. Tennessee's got the hype train. They need the statistics like that. I mean, we've got two top 15 wins, so I'm uh, I'm still on the train of resume-wise. I think we have the best in the country to that extent. I mean, they had a pit team, another ranked team, but, you know, they lost Slovis. They did have to gut that out in overtime, which, you know, ugly wins still count, especially in the SEC. Or we're going to pretend like Pitt is some incredible team that had Georgia Tech come to them and embarrass them without a head coach. So, yeah, um, you know, like I've been saying, Tennessee's the real impressive data points in their schedule are in front of them, not behind them, and that starts this weekend. So, yeah, have the opportunity to prove it with the best team in the East and the best team in the West still to come. Another team six and zero, and you definitely wouldn't have had that preseason. UCLA. Yeah, I, they're six and zero now. I didn't think they were six and zero because of the way they played against South Alabama and the way their like their fans just haven't showed up. I figured like they have a crowd for an zero and six team. Like I just didn't realize they were six and zero until like this week. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean we were unanimous in the Slade Show on Utah, and I think for a lot of reasons you just mentioned, there's no hype, no real excitement in that program. The fan presence is, I mean bad at best and here they are and the Pac-12 is now down to three playoff bids with Utah picking up the second loss and that's Southern Cal and Oregon two teams very much in that conversation a month ago and then UCLA sitting there unbeaten so I mean I don't know if anyone outside of the Trojans would get in I don't think UCLA runs the table which is what they'd have to do honestly and then Oregon with the blowout loss to Georgia, has to be perfect down the stretch anyway. So I think it's Trojans or bust still. But technically, if you want to look at who's got less than two losses at the moment, it's that trifecta at the top of the Pac-12. Yeah. And DTR is looking like what people thought he was going to be coming out um, of the Elite 11 and all that. So um, I think, I mean, Chad Kel- Jack Kelly, Chip Kelly, <laughs> is he's just a quarterback. He's a quarterback guru. He knows how to work with them. So. Yeah. I mean, it took a while to him to get traction at that program. We've had a lot of unimpressive seasons from him. But, I mean, if this is a stepping stone towards more of the norm, I mean, it's about to really heat up out in California with USC being back and those two programs moving to the Big Ten somehow. But, I mean, yeah, so the time was now for Chip Kelly unless they were going to hit reset as they entered the Big Ten and tried to really breathe some life breathe some life back in the program. And I think that the six and no start means that he might be there to stay. Yeah. And, um, sp- speaking of quarterbacks, um, news just broke earlier today that Jalen Daniels of the Kansas Jayhawks is unfortunately out for the season. Um, got hurt in that TCU game. Uh, but that I means the backup came in and threw four touchdowns against TCU. But, you just hate to see that with all the momentum that they had. Um, it's it's just a gut punch, really. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned Jason being the backup, came in 262, four TDs in relief, and they still 
had every chance in the world to win that game. So I think credit to them in that QB room. I will say Daniels did quote tweet one of the announcements and said it's news to him. Oh, I did not probably see that. Oh. Optimism. I saw it maybe 20 minutes ago, but um, I just I want that to be true, but somehow I doubt it. Just with the way that injury looked, and you know, shoulders are very, very tricky as far as rehab. So, and especially for a quarterback. I mean, it's so far, I feel like it's been the season of shoulder injuries. Yeah, you were another young. one. Yeah, Leary. And we Le- saw Leary. State yeah, climb back thanks to Mike Norvell being an idiot. Honestly, I don't know if you saw that, but. Yeah. In field goal range, the throw and fades to the end zone. It's short and it gets picked off by a DB playing of, center field, basically. So, a bit of miscommunication, I mean, wrong route, wrong throw. So, but still, I mean, yeah. that's just no trust in your kicker whatsoever. No, I mean that's the school of the Aguayos came through. So it's hard to imagine a scenario like that. But um, forgot both yeah. of them went there. Yeah, they were up 17-3 at halftime. I think Leary left in the third quarter. NC State found a way to win after. a pretty disappointing loss for them to us and the valley last weekend so yeah they're staying alive in the atlantic for now but um it was good to see them win but bad to see them win because i wanted florida state to have two losses not three right um but just another i mean it's a re- it's a win for a team that we beat so better the record they got like it all it'll all even out at some point but it was just Right, so we won't get a third rank win, at least not yet. But at the same time, one of our previous wins has shown the ability to um, get back off the mat. So it's a give and take there for sure. Uh, there was not give and take in the Red River murder because Quinn Ewers and the Horns beat our dear friend Brent Vittables 49-0 to zero in one of the more embarrassing scores in the history of that rivalry, honestly. Is Texas a top 10 team with yours? Yes. I mean, if Ole Miss is in there and Kentucky was in there, then absolutely they are. Yeah, because, I mean, they went toe-to-toe with Alabama without yours one. If Quinn was playing that game the whole time, that yeah. that could have been a very different outcome. They could very well have lost to Texas Tech. Yeah. I guarantee you that. And this is where, if this was a season, when when is the 12-team next year or 20 20- I don't know. Not for but a while. You're absolutely right. They would yeah. definitely be more than alive. Um, but I feel like this, this would be a good year for the like because there's so much craziness going on with every week. Like this would actually be one of the best years to have a 12 team playoff because there's no definitive number one through four, and right. would definitely be interesting. But yeah, that was just a straight shellacking of the Sooners. You hate to see it for Brent, but I mean we talked about it there. They're still Lincoln's guys, and he's not running the defense. He has, I know he right, has yeah. say in it, and he probably definitely puts a lot of input into it. But you just hate to see his defense going through that. Right. I mean, it's the era of the short leash in the coaching world and all that. But like you said, he's zero recruiting classes in. So I mean, I don't think you can really fairly judge him on anything but trying to get more out of the defensive players than was had in the past, where they go to the playoff and they lose. Well, the, what, I think it was LSU put, what, 49 on them, on them and a half? I mean, just yeah. if you think embarrassing defensive performances are new from this program, then you have not watched the playoff semifinals because they've been there four or five times and they get embarrassed. So, I mean, it's you hate to see it in a rivalry game. You hate to see it coming off two losses already. I think they haven't lost three straight in, since, like, 1998. So, I mean, this is was that territory straight? for them. I think it's been a long time. No, it was three straight, right? They, it was yeah. what? Okay. It was Kansas State and then TCU and yeah. then Texas. Is That's what it was. But, yeah. Um, oh, I think he'll be fine long term. Yeah. The question is, will there be enough patience for that to actually develop? And we, we just talked about Chip Kelly. I mean, how long has he been there? Five, six years? And that program means nothing nationally. And all of a sudden, seventh-year QB and DTR, they're 6-0. and oh, So The thing know. with Chip Kelly is he has the resume. He has he's shown the success at Oregon. He's shown success in the pros ish, kinda. He was better uh, at Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the bunch of these coaches that have gotten fired here recently. I mean, uh, Jeff Collins. What did he do before he got there? I yeah. mean, Scott Frost. He had one good year at UCF. UCF yeah. Paul Chris is Paul Chris. So I think. 
Oklahoma knows what they have in Venables. It's just they got he's got to get the right guys. Yeah, and they that fan base is more focused on Southern Cal than they are Oklahoma half the time anyway. Yeah, so I yeah. think that hopefully that leads to patience, if nothing else, and uh, they let him actually turn that program around. Yeah, I agree. Um, dabbing back into some uh, ACC. How about that pit running back? Oh, my God. Yeah, that is uh, – NCAA 23 is not out yet, but if you want to look like what that game will be without the sliders turned up past – anything then go back and watch that tape because 36 carries 320 yards and six tds i'm pretty sure i mean that's just yeah. ridiculous i know at one Brand- point he had what like six carries for 100 something yards or something like that it was or something that like randy moss in that one game yeah kind of embarrassing um i know brent prize off to a very 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 rough start in blacksburg but i mean that's just that's embarrassing this yeah. team lost to Georgia Tech at home last week which i don't think helped virginia tech because you know pitt is one of, if not the best team in the Coastal, and they lose in embarrassing fashion like that. At home was a ranked team, and then you turn around and you get a much, well, honestly, not even easier opponent because Virginia Tech's better than Georgia Tech, I think, as much as they struggled. Yeah. And they just murdered them. I mean, that was... Yeah. <laughs> is Georgia Tech bad, though? That's the thing. I mean, we I mentioned know. earlier, they beat Duke, who was 4-0 and <clears throat> at one point. So, or 3-4-0, and one of the two. I don't They've know. they two of the better Coastal been, teams back-to-back yeah. weeks. My weeks have been rolling so. together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, UNC won a thriller in Miami. That was a big win for UNC. It, they I mean, tried to lose so bad. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't think their defense. Well, no. I think what's his face had 500 passing yards or something like that. Yeah. Van Dyke and Drake were uh, Drake May were dueling through the air all night. Drake May is going to be better than Sam Howell. He probably already is, honestly. I I would second that. I mean, I know Josh Downs helps a lot, and they've, you know, Howell had the dynamic duo running back with Javante Williams and Michael Carter. But I mean, uh, this Josh Downs kid is special. I think he is draft eligible, so we might not see that continuity past the season. But if he comes back next year, look out. Yeah. That could be Addison all over again. Yeah. He, Drake May will definitely get some Heisman talk in the next couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be relevant enough nationally to really get him in that picture. I mean, if he's throwing for, if he's doing what he did now and then improves like on that next year, I don't see how he can't be a preseason top five, top ten. Yeah, I think next year he's in that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Definitely not talking this year. I'm talking next like year, year or two. So, if they fire Gene Chizik in the offseason and hire somebody to run the defense that knows what the hell they're doing and can keep them competitive, then yeah, absolutely. I think that's very, very fair for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You got. You got anything else on college football? Um, I mean, you know, we touched on Clemson. They went to BC. That game, not the most lopsided score-wise. It is result-wise, but um, we covered. Yeah. Good teams yeah. cover. Slow first half. Second half, we turned it on again. We leave the country in second half, scoring at twenty-three point six points a game, which a stat that I had to double check because I saw on Twitter and didn't believe it. So, um, you know, that's not a model I really want to replicate week in week out. But it's nice to know that. Yeah. If we do start out slowly on offense, we are able to flip the script to halftime with some adjustments and uh, help that defense out. Yeah, and our front sevens, it it's stupid. Like yeah, and now they're healthy. Like the I talent said, they got. Yeah, we I mean we saw Xavier Thomas finally was able to make his debut on the season. He had six snaps, two tackles two for loss, two sacks, a forced fumble. Like he should have had three sacks. Yeah. Yeah, he's a when he's healthy, he's a freak. Like and we've yeah. seen it for four, five, six four or five years now or whatever, however long he's been there. Yeah. When he's able to get a full head of steam and be able to get off the edge, it's a freight train. So, yeah. I mean, Kedja Henry both coming back were huge for the defense. I mean, they're already talented enough as far as Saturdays and Sundays go, but having those two back, um, unfortunately, I think Xavier, I think he had a Jones fracture in his foot in camp and he was coming back from that and it was a yeah. pretty frustrating process, but he's back. Luckily it wasn't a season ending because we, We've right. seen that plenty of times. I think Justin, last what Justin Ross and Travis both had. I think you're right. Yeah. So. Yeah, feet can be very, very frustrating because there's not yeah. a whole lot you can do, and it's just a lot of rehab and patience. But uh, yeah, big foot guy. Field. Big foot guy. Carson, you got a foot fetish? You got a foot no, fetish? No. Onlyfeet.com. Healthy football players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we did skip over Notre Dame, um, beating BYU out in Vegas. I think they Tell showed out. That's I, I'm telling you that November 5th date is getting a lot more interesting. 
Yes, and I have a wedding that day, so kill me. Um, I'll actually be there, so. Oops. Yeah, I will uh, um, keep us updated. Yeah, I bet they'll rank. They'll probably rank them before then, just to give us another rank win. Yeah, I mean, Marcus Freeman gets ordained. They haven't <laughs> lost since. So, I mean, you know, I don't know whether that has any impact on it, but something's changed with this team. An embarrassing start, but a very productive last three weeks now, three wins in a row. So, yeah. Like I said, you know, they're not going to the playoff. They're not in a conference, so they have no forecast for that. But uh, as far Just as get to a bowl game, Clemson heading there, I, you know, I'm telling you, that's not it's, one it's, we need to walk yeah. over. It's definitely not the same hype as three years, two years ago, but it's right. Yeah. It's still, like you said, one you don't want to look over. No, because it could turn into a game just like 2020. So, yep, I agree. So, I think that about covers all the main talking points for college. I can't really think of much of anything else. I mean, there's the debacle of if game day was actually going to Knoxville, but I think that was just all hearsay. Was, so. I think there was a portion of the video to announce it that was DMCA'd, and then people turned it into, oh, my God, is Lee Corso okay, which thankfully was misguided. Corso, yeah. fine, game day, headed to Knoxville with Lee, I believe, this week in action. So, yeah. Was he there we last week? See. I didn't get to watch. I don't think he was. I don't remember. But you know, I think I didn't keep up with too much last week, so. Right. No, I was in and out. But uh, no, I don't believe I didn't see a headgear, so I don't think he was. But hopefully yeah. this week he will be back. So. I agree. Uh, yeah, but that's college NFL. We're gonna lead off with people who will not be back, and that is uh, Matt Rule, the Panthers. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Yeah, take it away. That. Dumb. Can't trust a fart-looking face. Mush of a brain. Head coach is gone. Whole and we got rid of the D coordinator. I think the special teams coordinator is gone too. It's a full clean house. I mean, it's going to be a full rebuild, which is not going to be fun. But the source of major of most of the problems is gone. So, and we. I saw people already tweeting about what players should be available for trades and stuff like that. I'm like, none. Like, we got the players here. We just got to have the right coaches. We got to keep Icky. Icky's finally turning it around. He had one of the best performances from this past weekend. McCaffrey's still McCaffrey. We got Chen on defense. Deontay Jackson has capabilities. Um, Crap, I'm blanking on his name. I see his face. The kid from South Carolina, the cornerback. J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn is a stud. Brian Burns, like Frank Luke, like we got the guys. We just got to have the right coaches with the right system to right. be I mean, eight. eight. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's improvement lately. So, I mean, yeah, I do have one question. Ben McAdoo remains. Are you, where are you at on that? I was stunned to see him not the first name out the door. What worries me about that is he, I don't know if Tepper is going to slide him into that head coaching position. I guess that's also exactly what out. I was. Yeah. I mean, if Wilkes 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 performs and like wins a couple games, I mean, I could see him. Maybe there's one guy. Oh, I forgot his name. I heard a podcast talking about him the other day. He got a cool name. It was on part of my take. He's a D coordinator, I think. I will come to me at some point, but. I have no clue who's going to be the next coach. I don't like the idea that it can be McAdoo, but we shall see. We messed this up more times than not, so I'm ready for disappointment again. I don't think internal is the answer. Wilkes being the interim guy, I don't think him shedding that tag or giving it to McAdoo is the right answer. So I think a true coaching starts as an order, and I wouldn't pull from college again. There's too many just absolutely talented guys, coordinators, position coaches. I mean, Brian Dayball. OC to what are they four and one now up in yeah so with the Giants I mean it's do you think we'll ever see another college coach come to the NFL yes but I think that's going to slow to a trickle with how it's gone lately it might be one every was in in five years yeah I mean King was as bad on the field as Urban was off the field so Kingsbury is kind of Cliff Kingsbury's he's, he's getting there. Uh, yeah. You're seeing his name higher and higher on these next coaches that go betting boards, which yeah. I mean, obviously don't mean much. But Well, if you play the Panthers every week, you'll be fine. Well, <laughs> yeah. That NFC West tour is just brutal. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, as far as the trade thing goes, I wouldn't 
truly blow it up, blow it up yet anyway. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to trade CMC, would have happened already. Yeah. Defense, like young talent, you rattle off. That's there to stay. I will say Robbie Anderson is a guy I could see getting shipped out. Yeah. I think Robbie Anderson most likely one. Because he was a Matt Rule guy. Matt Rule literally pretty much brought him in. Right. I mean, Packers, Chargers, there's a couple teams that could use the downfield threat like that. And you guys don't need him in the immediate future because yeah. what you guys are going to have to do rebuilding wise. So, yeah. That's just, I don't see how much we could. Because NFL, it's just trading picks, really, isn't that? They what have it? to eat salary. They've said they're willing yeah. to, apparently. So who knows? So like, but. I mean, we're gonna trade for picks for guys that we're not gonna be able to play all that great in the next two or three years. So why not just keep the guys we got? We're still gonna have high draft picks. Draft smarter this time instead of taking eight guys on defense in one draft. Right. I mean, yeah. Oh my God. I'm just, just glad one yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a massive sell-off to be had, but I do think that if there is one guy I had to pick one, it'd probably be Anderson. Yeah, which I wouldn't be opposed. He thought that our mascot was a bear, so right. Yeah. There's um, that. Yeah, more people that should be fired is whoever decided for the Broncos on prime time. What is this? Dude. Five times now in seven weeks. I. How how are people just not betting their either team under or just the under for every game? I don't know. That team is god-awful. I don't know if it's on the field with Russ and now Javante Williams out for the year, so it's Melvin Gordon and Mike Boonett running back. They've got receiver talent. They've got Hamler, Judy, Sutton. I mean, the pieces are there, and it starts at the top with Hackett, who just sucks. I don't know how else to say it. I No yeah. wonder Rodgers almost retired. Are you kidding me? He's terrible. Like, there's he no way. Put it past it. Yeah. No wonder Devontae Adams got the hell out of town. Are you kidding me? Huh. I mean, that's... <laughs> He might be following the trail there. I mean, that's uh, how can we be shocked? I mean, it's just I don't understand how it happens. Yeah, I think guys need you know time to figure it out. But Hackett has proven, and again, it happens in prime time, so everyone sees it. For as long as they can bear these god awful games, they keep getting into. Well, also, I guess to defend Hackett a little bit, Russell Wilson looks like he's absolutely brain dead out there. Yeah, I mean, he has a lat injury. Uh, uh, some, yeah, I mean that's that might be one of those like forearm strain things with pitchers that are doing bad. Who knows? But yeah, uh, you know, but I, I mean that decision not to hit Hamler right over the middle when he's wide no, open. That's horrible. That's yeah, no, like, it's definitely not all yeah. on Hackett. But I'll tell you, he's gonna leave first between Hackett yeah, and Russell yeah. Wilson. It's gonna be Hackett. One has a five-year, however, oh yeah, much money deal, and the other is a just hired head coach. So you tell me. Exactly. I'll tell you who Elway wants to get rid of first, too. It's not the quarterback, I guarantee you. As much as they've butchered that decision process. I mean, I thought Drew Locke was the answer, and he wasn't. But I also thought Mason Rudolph was, which is why I'm not a GM. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, true. That team, their last two primetime games, what was it, 11 to 10 and 9 to 6? And now they get the Chargers on Monday night. And, you know, I said we lose the Browns. We tried everything we could to lose the Browns. Thankfully, Cade York finally missed two kicks in his career because either one of those goes in and we lose so yeah big division game for us i hope we win i'm not super super confident maybe we get keen allen back then maybe but um indeed mike mike dub's going off he is yeah i mean great because he's been much contract him and eckler are the only two options right now for the chargers yeah. much. we got palmer gerald everett deandre carter but those aren't names you uh yeah. You're adding on your fantasy teams. Well, yeah. Everett, but yeah. I've seen I've, the past couple of weeks, I've seen Eckler with 30 plus points, Mike Williams with 15, 20 plus points. So they're doing yeah. the damn thing. Them two are. Yeah. Eckler struggled through two games. He's turned it on. I think he has five TDs the last three games. So, I mean, it's, it's that coming in bunches for him for sure. Kind of the same thing with Derrick Henry. Right. Yeah. And we said my we brother traded him. after the second week. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Bold. You heard that, right? Yeah, you don't win a league in week two. You can lose it, though. He traded him to a guy who already had Eckler. Oh, so he's never going to lose again. That's great. Yeah. That's my damn cousin that talks all the talk and doesn't shut up. Yeah, Godspeed with that. Yeah. Yeah. You're praying for bye weeks at that point. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mentioned it at the Chargers. They, they tried to charge her. I mean, Anthony Lynn – team loses that game but anthony lynn wouldn't go for fourth and two and throw the damn ball with two minutes left from their own 46 so i can't really slander previous coach too much 
I thought I was getting trolled. I was, I was driving back and I missed the game to the end of the game. And I thought surely they're joking about throwing the ball on fourth and two with Austin Eckler. I don't know what to think about this team. They're not bad, but they're not a contending team. Yeah, not what you thought they were going to be coming into the yeah, season. I put them right about where the Ravens are at, honestly. And do you think that game later on? But I mean, do you think wild card? Oh yeah, no. If we're not a playoff team this year, I realize Bosa's out for an extended period of time. We don't have Slater, things like that. But I don't care. That's that's still two key guys. But we have like six, seven top hundred guys in the NFL. So I'm still a bust of a season. If you. Yeah, I, I think if we miss the playoffs, we're going to see heads roll. And I hope it's not Staley, but he's, yeah, that's, I mean, this is Justin Herbert on a rookie deal. You cannot be 9-8 and eight every year. Because mm-hmm. once he gets paid, all these star players we keep bringing in are going to go elsewhere for more money. We saw it in Seattle. They capitalized on it, won a ring with, won a, won a ring with Russ in year three, and the defense all came up for paychecks and they left. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's cyclical, it's inevitable, and we have to win now. So, um, yeah. Wild card is the floor, honestly. I think that's what it was pretty much coming into the season. But, yeah, if this team's not a playoff team, then there could be some drastic changes that take place, I think. Must be nice to be in playoff contention. but Well, that's unfortunately a generous characterization yeah. through five weeks. But, I mean, you know, we – it could be worse. We could be losing ugly and not winning ugly, um, but we're getting lucky. So Ugly I'll... wins. Exactly. Uh, entire division that has not lived up to the hype, and it's not the AFC West. It's the NFC North. I mean, that division had just a terrible Sunday. Yeah, did not start off great. Uh, across the pond, uh, the Packers got beat by the NFC Beast. But, yeah. I Yeah, I... <laughs> Who wins that division? I don't know. I mean, Minnesota's sitting there four and one. I picked them. I still feel good about it, but they're not winning a playoff game. There's no yeah. way in hell. I mean, but then you, I can also say, I mean, we could also say uh, Green Bay's sitting there, what, three and two, and I could still feel comfortable about them winning the division. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, I think they're a piece away. I mean, they get Robbie Anderson, maybe, but yeah. It's I, just a toss up with that division. I mean, the Vikings had that game one. They gave up 19 on answer to the Bears, who, I don't know if they scored 19 in a game that season. I mean, it's just... No. Their quarterback had 15 passes in the first, like, what, three weeks or something like that. Yeah. Two I weeks. Mean, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know where that Vikings team week one went. I mean, their only losses to the Eagles in Philly, which is the most understandable loss in the NFL right now. So, I, I don't know. That's, like, the least impressive 4-1 team I've ever seen. And the Giants are 4-1. So, I mean... Yeah. It's a... Weird year with, I mean, uh, with how down the NFC North is and how good the NFC East is. Like, right. I mean, with exception. good, good use loosely. Right. I mean, they're, they're only division in the NFL with three, four plus win teams. That's stupid. <laughs> commanders are sitting there at one and four, and Ron Rivera's getting up on a podium and saying, we're bad because Wentz sucks. I mean, that's. I mean, that's not wrong. No, it's not. He tried to walk it back, <laughs> which I think he was honestly referring to, you know. Yeah. Having a chance to gel, but I mean, Daniel Jones has been there six years and they've been dot awful. So as, I don't know how much time mu- we really need. Yeah, as much as I like Ron Rivera and what he did for Carolina, that shit might be sailing in Washington. Yeah, I mean that's a defense missing Chase Young, but I, it's not the defense; it's the problem. They can't score. They yeah, put up 41 a week one on Jacksonville, whose defense has proven to be pretty pretty good, but since then. I, they just seem like a team you can't count on at all. I mean, this Titans team is another one of those just mysteries that you don't know what you're going to get week in, week out. But, I mean, the pick went through, I thought, was it the two-yard line? Mm-hmm. He, he should have thrown a pick on first and goal. And then third and goal, he made an even worse throw on that one. The Titans picked off to end that game. But, I mean, that's just – you can't have that. And, yeah. you know, we won a game off that. You know, He's not a good quarterback. <laughs> No, and we'll we'll get to that division later because I I can tell you today who's winning that division and it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean we we can't go without we can't talk about Washington without mentioning um, Brian Robinson made a remarkable comeback from Absolutely. getting shot twice in the leg and he's already back playing NFL yeah. football. He coming out to many men was awesome to see. It's a that's a big, for the fans, that's a big that move. <laughs> Took over the backfield. Nine carries that led their team, I believe. I mean, that's 
instant, instant impact. I mean, Antonio Gibson's there hasn't been the most inspiring early season performance. I know J.D. McKissick's there for third downs too, but it seems like it's already Brian Robinson's backfield to lose, and I think if he gets rolling, then he will not be ceding much to Antonio Gibson. Yeah, people that kept him, drafted him, they're, they're going to look smart for that. So, yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums up the NFC. Well, I mean, the Eagles are still rolling, so I mean, that's that's about all you can yeah, say. Yeah, we'll one. find out how good Coop Rush is this weekend because, uh, you know, he's he's been doing pretty well winning games, but the, this, he's not playing the Rams offense again. He's going to Philly. This is the best team Dallas has played all year. They're probably going to be without Dak. I think you guys both said if they beat the Rams, they're going to roll with them, and I haven't heard anything to the contrary yet. I mean, it's only Tuesday night, but still. Yeah. Uh, I mean, know. he just hasn't done anything to give Dak the job back. Like, yeah, I know. It, it just shows how easy it is to win the NFL. You don't make mistakes. I mean, yeah. The Browns may be undefeated without those late picks. So, I mean, who knows? It's that the margin is that slim sometimes. And I think yeah. that, I don't know. I mean, Philly, I won't say escaped. They played reasonably well against Arizona. Got out of there with a field goal, then a miss from. Explain to me how you watch Matt Amendola for the Chiefs lose the game against the Colts, and then you think, "Yeah, let's sign him. We'll have that guy." And then he comes yeah. out and he does the exact same damn thing. I mean, to Arizona's credit, they had an O lineman come up in the media scrum and yeah. defend him a bit. I think it's, I mean, it's obviously not the kicker's complete fault. They're just put up there when the offense doesn't work half the time. So yeah, and it's easy I mean, to pick him, pick him, easy to. Pointing them out instead of pointing out eleven guys on one one side of the right. ball. Right, and so I mean, I I do get that, but also in three appearances, he's by far the worst kicker in the league this year. Oh, I mean, that's. I I don't want to put somebody out of a job, but I think he's put himself out of a job to this point. I yeah. If he's still an Arizona Cardinal today, I don't know why. I mean, that win for Arizona would have been massive. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's putting a hurting on the Amendola name. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw him, I was like, is that Danny Amendola's brother? It's not, in case you were wondering. I, I bet it's not, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> just, um, and I mean, you know, another up-and-down team, our boy Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, and the Jaguars lose another one. I think I've been, not on the skies falling train, but they're going to come back down to earth, and they're continuing that descent, unfortunately. I mean, this is a team that, I think kind of like Oklahoma, mm-hmm. they exceeded expectations early and everybody really got on that hype train and the wheels just fell off. So yeah. um, I think they'll be good. I think they'll still be better than expected. But they're not going to be – I mean, I think – what are they, plus two in Indianapolis this weekend? Yeah, something like that. Fat. Uh, they were plus three at home. And you tell me they're a point better than they were three weeks ago because they're not. Yeah. So I don't – that's what I look at and I'm confused by. So, you know, like I said – Good team, supposed to be bad. They played well. People flipped the script on what to expect from them, and it just didn't continue. So, um, you know, I don't think that's a whole lot on Jacksonville or I mean Doug Peterson. Already a better coach, Irvin Meyer, because anything you see about him is on the field. So, yeah, I mean he's already won more games too. So that's right, which is a pretty low bar. Yeah. So Trevor needs a. Figure things out. He'll be fine, like you, we've been saying. So, I don't think there's nothing yeah. insanely to worry about. Two or three weeks, people are saying, oh, they're going to win the division. No. That, that was never going to be that a thing. That was never, ever, ever going to happen. That was that was a pipe dream before week one. That was just an absolute just fairy tale after three weeks. And I think that, you know, I know Indy and Tennessee have been lackluster, but they're still better teams. And that's just how it is, at least right now. Yeah, I second that. Moving on to the night game on Sunday. Uh, I was alone in my pick. Actually, I think Jacob had him too. Of the Bengals, I sat here and told you guys the Ravens were not good. And I, I honestly think I was proven right because yeah, Zach Taylor being the stupidest person in America for 40 minutes to get that Justin Tucker game-winning field goal even set up, let alone through the uprights, which... I think I saw it was so down the middle. If the field goal posts were half a yard wide, it would have gone in, which is just ridiculous. Um, hit from 58 early in the second half, too. Got the big bag in the offseason. He's lived up to that. 
for sure, at least early on in the season. He's, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. Shows no signs of regression at all in any aspect of the game. So, yeah, to him. But I mean, the fourth, the not fourth down. Well, it was fourth down, fourth and two. You go to the shovel pass, to like the tenth option on that offense. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot. You've got Joe Mixon, you've got Burrow who'd scored later on the ground. You need six feet, and you're just throwing out these play calls that the Philly special on first down. You take a sack. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I think they got it back with Jamar Chase, but I, why are you trying to run that cute stuff? And you need two yards in a division game to take the lead. I just don't understand it. I don't yeah. know what part of last year made him think that they can just do what they want and the miracles just fall in their laps because they don't. See, it just doesn't work like that. I'm really starting to feel like Joe B, great quarterback, phenomenal. I think that, that I've said it a bunch of times. I think it was just they caught lightning in a bottle and got hot at the right time. I, yeah, I'm, I mean, Doug Peterson was out of a job two years after the Eagles yeah. won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I, I mean, look, I mean, look at the Falcons. Did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. There's, there's plenty of examples of that it's just right time, right season, right pieces at the right time. So Right. And nothing they do this season is going to take away from that. It just shows oh, yeah. you that whatever – inclination people had of it happening again is just absolutely just misguided. It's not going to happen yeah. again. I, the O-line is atrocious. I know they brought in three new guys to shore it up. They might be worse, mm-hmm. honestly. If you want an O-line rebuild, go look what Kansas City did. Yeah. Whatever the hell Cincinnati did, all it's going to do is get Joe Burrow killed before his paycheck. <laughs> it's getting there. Coming. Um, Both are coming. Tuck's coming. Yeah, I mean, these are two, I think, good teams. I don't think either one is on the level of Kansas City or Buffalo, or oh, obviously yeah. with Tua Miami. I think those three stand alone in the AFC. I mean, I think yeah. you put these two teams in with the Chargers and maybe the Titans or the Colts, whichever one doesn't look atrocious for a week at a time. I mean, I just – this middle – I guess the chase group in the AFC is so inconsistent, it's really hard to call yeah. them contenders. There, I, th- I would say there's about three tiers to the AFC. There's obviously Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs, like you said, probably Ravens, Bengals, and then and then the other. Just your playoff teams. That's yeah. you're doing. It's filling up the playoff. I mean, yeah, then the next three are the wild card probably. Right. I mean, I, I mean, said it last week, you know, the notion that elite is a 10 win team that I mean, 10 and seven doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Especially with 17 data points in place now. I mean, that's if you're a 10 win team, you might miss the playoffs. I mean, that's just I don't know if that's the best barometer for elite, but I mean, you think of elite teams, you think of them quickly and there's no ifs or qualifications. I mean, if two of being out. Coconuts. Yeah. I mean, two of being out, obviously, that's a two of being out and then Bridgewater going out. Right, I don't know. I mean, they're down to the rookie, Robert yeah. Thompson. So, is um, either the other two in line to play this weekend? I think Teddy's on IR. Is he not? I haven't. I hadn't seen. I didn't either. I, I don't know if Tua is almost back yet or not. Has been for Tua's sake. I hope not. I don't know who they play. I don't care. Um, he. Yeah. I don't think a week is enough to heal whatever he went through. So, but uh, if you had to call it today, who do you think wins the AFC North? Oh, I don't know how to. I want Ravens. I'm going to read you the team I think and who they finished with starting in week 13. All right. At the Texans. Oh, don't, the don't tell me. Home against the Ravens. Home against the Saints. Go to the Commanders. They finish up in Pittsburgh. Don't tell me you think once he comes back, they're winning their division. All they have to do is find a quarterback that doesn't throw a damn interception inside three minutes. That's fair. They have a loss right now. I didn't even think about that. Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL right now. Kareem Hunt might be the best RB2 in the NFL. They've got talent at receiver they haven't been using very well because – I take my pick back. I I take my pick back. You're starting to – You think Deshaun Watts is not getting the ball to Amari Cooper ten times a game as soon as he gets back? The world might burn if they win the division. I will mute however many words on Twitter I need to, but I'm telling you, that tail end of that schedule, 
is that's, soft. That's, that's true. I see one loss in those six games. Maybe. There's two <laughs> division row games in there, so I'm not going to say they're going to roll through it, but I think they win this division. I mean, they're treading water right now as bad as Brissett's been late. They might have a loss if they have a competent quarterback. I mean, they have Cooper Rush. Well, they're going to have to put some wins together before then. Right. They're going to have to stay about here. But as if he has if, Baltimore's look, Cincinnati, who knows what they're going to do. Yeah. The Steelers, I don't care. They're not going to contend anyway. I mean. NFL is based off of just overall record for the divisions, right? Right. That's the first um, criteria, yes. Let's see. And they are currently 2-3-3. and three, three. What do they got in before that? Before 13. They're at Ravens. They'll lose that game. Versus the Patriots. That, that's a win. They beat Detroit. Come on. I mean, that's they a, shut them out. That's a five-win team that can and score Apparently sometimes. Detroit had a good defense, but before then. No, they've had some guys injured. Too. Uh, Bengals at the Browns. At Dolphins, at Bills. Buccaneers. Oh, and then the Texans. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, but, I mean, is it bold to say I, they split yeah. those? They go 500 to that point? It would have to be – they would have to win the first half of it probably. Yeah, I don't so see them winning the back of that. They're two, maybe three games back in the division, and they rip off five and one beating maybe three division teams. I mean, that's – That's true. I see what you're saying. path is there. It really is. I think is. it also depends on if the Ravens start figuring things out. I don't I think mean, the Steelers are going to figure things out. They're far from it. I mean, and then the Bengals, unless they figure. <sighs> I'm telling you, coastal chaos I'm has hit right the AFC. It's I, I laughed at BZ for 25 minutes when we did the AFC preview, but I didn't realize how they would be in every single game, and it would come down to Jacoby Brissett turning the ball over in all three yeah. losses inside three minutes. Yeah. I hate you for doing that to me. Right there, I'm telling you. I hate you for doing that to me. I'm going to pull this for a clip, too. I'll do Panthers firing rule, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to pin this, and I'm telling you, if you're into future betting, I whatever they're at right now, it's it's a deal. Yeah. Damn. I'm just telling you. I'll look it up right now. But um, I doubt Bovada has it. I'm just telling you. I, you keep letting them hang a game or two back and see what happens when Deshaun Watson comes back. It doesn't have to be Deshaun Watson. 40% of Deshaun Watson is the best Jacoby Brissett's ever been in his life. I mean, it's really what they need from him to be successful as a team is really just not asking a whole lot. Yeah. Oh, God. Who killing the Smalls? All right. You want to guess? What their odds are? To win the division right now. Is it going to be higher than I think I'm of? It's not quite as high as I would have thought, but it's 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 tempting. Seven fifty? Five hundred. I was gonna say that. But that sounded too good. Yeah, Ravens minus two twenty five, which I think is fair given the yeah. win they I guess claimed from the jaws of defeat. defeat. Yeah. Uh Bengals at four to one. I think that's hilarious. Uh Browns at five to one and the Steelers at forty to one. I'm telling you right now, they're winning the division. Forty to one. Yeah, it's spring a little bit out on it. <laughs> no, unless Najee learns how to run wildcat and can get some blocking, there's no chance in hell. Um, but I'm just telling you, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Let them keep hanging around, see what happens. Yeah. Um. Now we were recording on a Tuesday, so we had obviously had Monday night football, pretty much wrapping up the NFL week. Uh. Screw Travis Kelsey, but I love Travis Kelsey. That 27 yards and four touchdowns. Like, that's just stupid. Yeah, good night for TD props. Bad night for yardage props. Devontae oh, Adams hit it had over. two TDs as well. So, I mean, the, the stars had all the points, to say the least. Yeah, I hit me a nice little over last night. I had over 51. I was sweating there for first half, and then I was like, hey, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to do Patrick Mahomes things. Yeah, I mean, I know the Raiders-Chiefs has been just a joke lately, but I mean, Mahomes a favorite of more than a field goal. It's like 11-21 and 21 now since 2020 <laughs> or something to that accord. So, you know, I realize Derek Carr is terrible. That Raiders team's a joke. They're 1-4 the season's over, but, I mean, they fought to give them credit. Josh Jacobs 
if I had seen that on tape, I wouldn't have given out minus seven on slate show. I'll tell you that right now. But um, yeah, and again, we just see these elite AFC teams go out and look like garbage against inferior opponents. So it's going to be pretty chaotic, I think, as we approach the uh, five-week stretch this season. Yep. So we should have. I should have known that. The Raiders were not going to stand a chance, and the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. So, when picking the division. But, uh, yeah, so it is Tuesday night. We are two and a half MLB playoff games into the division series, which is an Angels fan. I had to look up every year and see what that means. But it's uh, year three as a playoff Braves fan. They came up short today in a rally. Matt Olson went yard, bottom of the ninth, to pull within one. Could not get any bouts on base, but I think that... Uh, I blame it on the day game. We have not played well in majority of the day games this year. I think 430 might be a little different, but still. Yeah, I mean, 1 o'clock Eastern is tough. So yeah, I think at, into like the thir- fourth or fifth inning or something like that, the Braves had 10 full count at-bats and didn't get anything out of them. I think Dansby had three strikeouts in, by the fourth inning or something stupid like that. The only run we were able to muster up for a while was a Travis Darno homer. Acuna was getting on base left and right, still couldn't muster up anything. So, and then of course the Phillies were just dinking the ball. So like that's what you're going to get. Yeah, I would have thought they were playing the Mets if you took the uniforms away. The way they were just yeah. slapping singles everywhere. But um, slapping singles, sack flies, sack bunts. Who sees sacks bunts anymore? Like the Braves almost went the whole right. season without one. It was Harper trying to bunt too. So I mean, yeah. It was, yeah. Um, I think they'll be okay. We saw this last year. Lost game one of the DS, and uh, that ended up just okay. So yeah. um, they've got good pitching still. Lineup still hits for power. They're going to be fine. Um, but we did miss the wild card round. Are you more surprised by the Cardinals, Rays, or Jays being swept out of the postseason? The Rays, they don't really surprise me. I thought the Jays surprised me getting swept and the Cardinals. Um, I mean, Cardinals' MO this year was the big retirement party. Let's make a final push for the big three. And then you lose in two. Like, yeah. I mean, I think the wake up call came in game one. They were up two nothing. Yes. They were up six in the ninth. And then you're like, is this how this is going to end for Pujols and Yachty and maybe, maybe Wainwright at this point? I mean, it's just, I could not believe that. And they come back at home the next day and lose again. So. Yeah, it was definitely the Cardinals for me. I was alone in picking them to win the Central. They proved me right, thankfully. Uh, I also had the Jays win. Oh, we had to go, go back to win all that. Forgot about that. I chose not to because I had Toronto win the World Series. So um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I had the White Sox. Year, I had the White Sox in the World Series. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, my manager of the year got fired four months ago. It's fine. Um, yeah, so I think just Cardinals, like you said, the retirement tour, all that. The Rays always dangerous, rarely. I think since Kevin Cash pulled Blake Snell, Snow, I yeah. think something. He made happened. his first playoff start, or he's going to be making his first playoffs, or he made it. One of the two. He made his first playoff start either this past week or is about to. He pitched in the, uh, yeah. the wild card game. That was the first time since he, for some reason, pulled got pulled by Kevin right. Cash. I think, he lost, I think he was the losing pitcher in game two, I believe. Of the wild Might card be what series. it was. Um, I was getting my days confused. It's been... Whew, every day so it's yeah. easy to get lost track of uh but yeah as we sit right now mentioned the braves coming up a run short and their postseason opener we've got the yankees and guardians in action right now one to one top of the fifth and the other final score also run one one run game Jordan alvarez hit a ball 400 and billion feet that's feet. i tweeted earlier seattle I tweeted earlier, that's the furthest home run I've seen since, and then I put the gif of Soler hitting that homer in the World Series, which will be ingrained in my memory forever. But that's one guy you don't want up at the plate in the bottom of the ninth. No, and it was off Robbie Ray. Yeah, they pulled their closer for the starter. They tried, I mean, it's the play, it's a postseason we've seen, I mean, Mad Bum pitched 30 innings in a World Series before, so, I mean, it's, you do everything you can, but, I mean... Robbie know, Ray comes in, throws two pitches, and gives up an absolute nuke. Yeah, I know Seattle's America's team, but I hate Scott Servants with a passion. I, I hate his know. neck. His neck I is probably Seattle. just what pisses me off because, I mean, it's like a <clears throat> But, I mean, we can't talk about the playoffs with talk, without talking about the Mets, baby. Uh, yeah, like the I mentioned, it's a choke job in the past 15 years. Uh, I mean, the Braves did choke a lot. 
uh, with that run in the in the uh, infield fly rule. But that's a different story. You're a 101-win team, and you slip up to a team that was 23 games back of their division winner. So, yeah, I mean, Padres, good team. Mets, a 101-win team, like you mentioned. Scherzer gets smoked. They win the DeGrom start. But, I mean, DeGrom might not be a Met next year. DeGrom might not be a Met. Um, Trumpet Boy might not be a Met. They're going to lose Diaz, some pieces. Yeah. Oh, and they, they brought out the trumpets for Edwin Diaz. That, you can't. Down four. No, I mean, you absolutely I know, can't I know you can that. play his walk-up song because that's his walk-up song, but right. you can't have their mascot sitting there. No. And I, I will say I did see a video of uh, Inner Sandman when the Yankees were about to blow 3-0 to Boston and reappear on my Twitter timeline. That was incredible at how tone-deaf that was. But, but you don't yeah. have a mascot playing a trumpet. Well, yeah. No, it's it's a lot of theater, a lot of show. Wilson Contreras today. Got some. Was that him? They got that horrible strike two call it twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so tough week for trumpets, but one of them still playing, one of them's not, and uh, I'm not shocked by who's doing what. So yeah. Shout out to the Mets. I mentioned it earlier. We just talked about it, but I'm still going to mention it. Yeah. Also, your email Frank the Tank. We're trying to get to you again. God, I was watching that stream and he was like, because he accepted so many people on Instagram and stuff to follow him. He was getting DMs left and right, like calls left and right. Hey, he almost exploded his phone. It was, he's a character. Like, can't make fun of him all that much, but like. That's just poor timing, which is yeah. pretty indicative of the Mets this season. So, yeah. So, um, Guardians advanced on a 15th inning walk-off bomb yeah, uh, against legit. the Rays. Um, they're sneaky. They're a sneaky team. I'm telling you. I'm Jay Rams you. a stud. So I'm texting you guys. I'm telling you, that's my upset pick of the uh, DS series is Guardians over the Yankees. I can see, and Yankees, LeMay, who's not going to be out, or he's going to be out for the just the division. And then right. um, they got a reliever Chapman that's is. out. Reliever's out. Chapman didn't show up for a workout, which yeah. I don't think he was, like, they were really actually going to be planning on using him, but. He was in the bubble. Uh, yeah. Speaking of legendary relievers getting left off, Craig Kimbrell not on the DS roster for the Dodgers. Talk about fall from grace. Yeah, big time. Uh, uh, and another missing piece, Phil Mayton, Phil Maytone, Mayton for the Astro. Yeah. Punched Broke a bench. Yeah. Knuckle. Yeah. Punched something. Yeah, he punched. Yeah, broke his uh, pinky knuckle, and he'll he be did a for he did a Hoskar Enoa. I was trying to remember the name for the Braves. Yeah, guy last it, year. But, uh, yeah. Went after uh, he had hit like two home runs and was being a stud pitcher and then punched it. His yeah. first bad start, he punched the bench and broke his hand for the, out for the season. You see any upsets in the DS round? I know I've got the Guardians. That that one, probably. Um, I would like, I kind of want to say the Padres, but. Yeah, it feels like I, one of those it, two. It the, feels like it's too good to be true for the Dodgers, but then again, it I see both sides of that. I can see a five-game series, or I can see a sweep either way. Right. Tonight we get Uris against Clevinger, the pitching matchup. That first pitch is about half an hour from now. But um, Good God. I think there's something to be said for the momentum for these wildcard teams coming in, having played, Yeah. you know, coming in. Some of them already have been on the road, and they're coming into – play teams that haven't played in five, six days in some cases. So I think that, okay. I think that's what you saw today in Atlanta. Like, yeah, Philly came out swinging the bat. I mean, Okuna came out swinging the bat, but that was about it for the offense, really, for the Braves. Right. I mean, the Philly was a strike away from getting put down in order at the top of the first. They slap four yeah. singles, and you turn around, it's 2 nothing. So, I yeah, mean, that was unfortunate. Game ones are big and best of five, but, again, I've mentioned it with the Braves in the past. They did this last year at San Diego. I think they Milwaukee. went four. Milwaukee. It was Milwaukee, yeah. yeah. Um, they didn't lose another game in that series. So. Five. I think it was five because there was, yeah, it was either four or five, but we won it off a of hater, which was big. Right, which, I mean, we've seen him fall from grace too. But, um, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, not the kiss of death necessarily in game one, but if you don't win game two, yeah. you're getting closed out at home probably. So, or on the road, I'm not, excuse me. So. I'm not worried. It's no, just wasn't, it, it just wasn't ideal to see that happen. I mean, the rally did put they did put together a ninth thing. I think is a good sign. I mean, that's what I was telling my one of my friends. Um, we we're texting back and forth during the game. I'm like, yeah, we 
our offense is like like butter right now, but like any moment we can catch fire and we almost brought year. it back. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, Matt Olson, like I said earlier, three run shot, one out in the ninth, and uh, unfortunately the Braves couldn't get him out on base, but they stranded three once, two another time, and they were getting guys on, just couldn't knock them in just yet. But um, I suspect a rebound is in order tomorrow for them. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got. I think Chuck's going. Um. No, we got the MLB leader. I think in wins. Kyle Wright, isn't it? Yeah, because okay, because yeah. wins are a statistic everybody follows. But I mean, talk about a guy that's finally put it together. Like we were, me and Jacob were calling for him to get gone in his oh, first yeah. two or three seasons. Yeah. Like he was doing nothing. And he was a highly touted pitcher out of Vanderbilt. And he's finally putting it together. He had a great season. 21, I mean, 21 wins is 21 wins. Like, you can't knock that. So, we just got to right. see him put it together in the postseason. Yeah, I think this is a big spot to do it. Down 1-0. And uh, hopefully the home crowd at 4.30 Eastern rather than 1 Eastern can get out. I mean, they were good today, I thought, especially for the stupidity of a matinee first pitch. But um, yeah, The only issue with tomorrow is we're going up against Wheeler. That's gonna. He's so and good. he has our note, our number, and then Nola on Friday. So those two dudes are just studs. Right. I mean, yeah, we saw it with Nola a round ago. I mean, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty. I mean, that's a bunch of postseason baseball. We, I mean, we haven't talked baseball in a while, so. Right. I mean, no reason for me to, but you guys obviously yeah. accepted me onto the October bandwagon yeah. again. I'm uh, looking forward to it. I mean. A little more to talk about this week. We didn't record last night. I was getting home from Nashville, so and snuck in some baseball, snuck in some Monday yeah. night football. We missed one thing. What did we miss? Our boy got fucking paid. Oh, yeah. Spencer, yeah. give me my money, bitch, Strider. Uh, yeah. Got his contract, long awaited. It was a question of when, not if, and the answer was yesterday. So, so 73 mil? Yeah. Uh, if you don't know him yet, get to know him because in 2026 he will make 20 million dollars. So, shout out to the of, boy. Hopefully we get him on at some point. But yeah, one of the media work rises as a rookie. Went through the brace system in a year. Long reliever to start the year. Started 14 and three record, I think. 200 yeah. something strikeouts. Just can't say enough about it. One of the, one of if not the best rookies in the major leagues this year. I think it'll be him or Harris taking that honor home. Oh, there's in the NL. So. If it's going to be one of them too. Yeah, that award will be with a brave. The question will be the batter or the pitcher. We hope pitcher for our sake. Yes, we do. Uh, but yeah, shout out to him. Incredible early start to his Braves career, and he is now locked down with the rest of that young core. I got one other shout out. Um, go follow the Compound CC on Twitter. It's, I think it's the Compound underscore CC. It's my family's golf course out here in Lexington. We got our PGI tournament this week. It's our Patty Grant Invitational and memory of my grandma. So it's our second major. Um, I'll probably be live tweeting results, try to get some live feed on the Twitter. That or I'll just be terrible and you don't have to follow my score. But, yeah, go follow that for this weekend. Um, just a quick shout out for that. Yeah, literally every kind of sport going on this week that uh, will be even better than live golf, more entertaining, less sellouts. It will be a great weekend on the course. In we don't have odds, unfortunately, so that can't bet on be, anything. That needs to be fixed immediately. We got handicaps, but no, no, no odds. <laughs> if we figure that out, then it's game over, and like, I'll lose all my money. Yeah, get me live odds and Pat McAfee on a microphone, and uh, that will be a spectacle. Oh, now you got me talking. Man, <laughs> now you got me thinking. With that being said, I'd say the best for last, obviously. Local guy, uh, Clemson grad, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back Thursday with the Slate Show for college and NFL. So, yeah, deuces. Subscribe.